listeners, welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Rasa, with your host, Grace Upper. Today's episode is about healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries define what is appropriate behavior in our relationships. Healthy boundaries define what is appropriate behavior in our relationships. This is behavior that keeps both parties safe. Setting healthy boundaries is crucial for self-care and positive relationships. We need to know and understand what boundaries are. Boundaries differ from person to person and are mediated by variations in culture, personality, and social context. Boundaries appropriate in a business meeting will seem irrelevant in a nightclub with all friends. Setting boundaries defines our expectations of ourselves and others in different kinds of relationships. We will examine definitions of relationship boundaries, how to set healthy boundaries, the different types of boundaries, and how to establish healthy boundaries in different contexts. What are boundaries? Simply put, a boundary is a limit or edge that defines you as separate from others. Our skin is an obvious our skin is an obvious physical boundary, but we have other kinds of interpersonal boundaries too, including a limit that extends beyond our body. Consider what happens when somebody stands too close for comfort. We often describe it as someone invading a personal space. But definitions of personal space vary according to culture, the type of relationship involved, and social context. Comfortable boundaries with your partner at home would not be appropriate in a different social context, such as attending a business dinner together. Similarly, the level of physical intimacy deemed appropriate for expression in public spaces varies widely across cultures. For example, in Sri Lanka, it was customary for children to greet their parents by touching their feet rather than hugging them. Meanwhile, touching, hugging and kissing between married couples was frowned upon in public. However, in the UK, Hugging and kissing in public is acceptable and embraces between friends, partners and family members are deemed appropriate in shared public spaces. Having said that, we all have friends or family members who are personally uncomfortable with hugging in any situation other than in private with their partner. Each individual is different. So in summary, a relationship boundary is an interpersonal limit that is mediated by variations in personality, culture, and social context. How do you set healthy boundaries? 
Setting healthy boundaries requires self-awareness. You need to be clear about your expectations of yourself and others and what we are and are not comfortable with in specific situations. Setting healthy boundaries requires good communication skills that convey assertiveness and clarity. Assertiveness involves expressing your feelings openly and respectfully. It does not entail making demands, but it requires people to listen to you. Setting healthy boundaries requires you to assert your needs and priorities as a form of self-care. Three easy steps to setting healthy boundaries are be clear, are be as clear and as straightforward as possible. Do not raise your voice. Step two, state your need or request directly in terms of what you like rather than what you don't want or like. Step three, accept any discomfort that arises as a result, whether it's guilt, shame or remorse. The third step is common for people with poor boundaries, codependency, with poor The third step is common for people with poor boundaries, codependency issues, or are people pleasers. Sometimes adults have been raised by childhood carers who've who've, who've taught them that expressing their needs is bad and selfish. However, not accepting the discomfort that comes from setting healthy boundaries in adulthood, however... However, however, not accepting the discomfort that comes from setting healthy boundaries in adulthood means settling for unhealthy relationships that can cause resentment, manipulation, and abuse. Examples of healthy boundaries include declining anything you don't want to do, expressing your feelings responsibly, Talking about your experiences honestly. Replying in the moment. Replying in the moment. Addressing problems directly with the person involved rather than with a third party. Making your expectations clear rather than assuming people will figure them out. Setting healthy boundaries also requires an awareness of different boundaries involved in relationships. There are seven types of boundaries we need to know and understand. Advantages of healthy boundaries include good mental health, Good emotional health. Developed autonomy. Influence others' behavior. Avoidance of burnouts. Developed identity. The seven types of boundaries are 
personal and emotional boundaries. Personal boundaries refer to all seven types of boundaries that affect our personal well-being. Personal boundaries refer to all seven types of boundaries that affect our personal well-being. When we maintain healthy boundaries in all seven domains, we will we when we maintain healthy boundaries in all seven domains, we will thrive. But when others cross or violate our boundaries, there will be a personal cost if we do not address it. One domain refer one domain refers to emotional boundaries which determine how emotionally available you are to other people. We all need support at different times when life hits us with unexpected events or just help to process the onslaught of micro or just help to process the onslaught of micro of micro stresses during the day, sometimes referred to as daily hassles and the psychological in the psychology literature, Falcone et al., 2015. However, we can't always be there for people, as we often have other priorities to attend to, such as work, domestic and family responsibilities. As adults, we must take care of ourselves first. Self-care is the foundation of health, while putting others' needs before us, whilst putting others' Whilst putting other, whilst putting others' needs before ours is a characteristic of codependency that can lead to burnouts. When we don't maintain healthy emotional boundaries with others, we may feel resentful, guilty, and drained. It is perfectly okay to state your limitations to people who make demands of your emotional resources. If they push back against your boundaries or continue to violate them, then this shows your relationship may be off balance, problematic, problematic, or even toxic. If so, then restate your boundary and withdraw calmly. There is no need to over-explain yourself or apologize for setting boundaries, as everyone may say what they do and do not want to do. When we are dealing with people who repeatedly cross or violate our personal boundaries, then the whole nature of the relationship may need to change. This can be tricky when the relationship with when the relationship is with somebody we cannot escape, such as coworkers and family members. The the rest of this but we have to focus on how to set healthy boundaries in specific relationship context. Boundaries are essential for maintaining psychological well-being, especially when providing especially when providing psychological services to clients as mental health professionals. The next boundary is Emotional or mental boundaries protect your right to have your own feelings and thoughts, to not have your feelings criticized or invalidated. 
and not to have to take care of other people's feelings. Emotional boundaries differentiate your feelings from other people's. So you are accountable for your own feelings, but not responsible for how others feel. Emotional boundaries also allow us to create emotional safety by respecting each other's feelings, not oversharing personal information that imp- not oversharing personal information that's inappropriate for the nature or level of closeness that's inappropriate for the nature or level of closeness in the relationship. Example is examples are I feel embarrassed and powerless when you chastise me in front of our kids. I'd like you to stop. I don't feel comfortable discussing this. Physical boundaries. Physical boundaries protect your space and body. Your right to not be touched, to have privacy, and to meet your physical needs such as resting or eating. They tell others how close they can get to you. What kind of physical touch, if any, is okay. How much privacy you need. And how to behave in your personal space. A physical boundary clearly defines that your body and personal space belongs to you. When someone sits uncomfortably close to you, you move away or say, I need a little more personal space. We don't keep or consume alcohol at our house, for example. Sexual boundaries. Sexual boundaries protect your right to consent, to ask for what you like sexually, and to honest and to honestly and to honesty about your par- and to honesty about your partner's sexual history. They define what kind of sexual touch and intimacy you want, how often, when, where, and with whom. For example. I like to be touched like this. Twee has a personal policy of not having sex on the first date. Spiritual or religious boundaries. Spiritual boundaries protect your right to believe in what you want. Worship as you wish and practice your spiritual or religious beliefs. Examples are, Paul goes to church alone because his partner doesn't share his beliefs. I'm going to take a moment and say a silent prayer before we eat. Financial and material boundaries. Financial and material boundaries protect your financial resources and possessions. Your right to spend your money as you choose, to not give or loan your money or possessions if you don't want to, and your right to be paid by any employer as agreed. Examples. Please don't borrow my car without asking. Without asking. I'm on a budget, so I I'm on a budget, so I brought my lunch from home. I won't be ordering lunch today. Time boundaries. Time boundaries protect how you spend your time. They protect you from agreeing to do things you don't want to do, having people waste your time and being overworked. 
Examples. I reserve my evenings for family time. I respond to all work emails first thing in the morning. Dad, I don't have time to take you shopping this week. I'll place another for you with a grocery delivery service. The next boundary, non-negotiable boundaries. Non-negotiable boundaries are non-negotiable boundaries are deal breakers, things that you absolutely must have in order to feel safe. They usually pertain to safety issues such as physical violence, emotional abuse, drug or alcohol use, fidelity, and life-threatening health issues. Examples. Infidel infidelity is a deal breaker for me, and I will not continue in this relationship if you cheat on me. Mom, if you don't install a fence around your pool, my children will not be able to come to your house. We all need some non-negotiable boundaries, but we also need to be careful that we don't put too much of our boundaries into this category. If a non-negotiable boundary is going to have any meaning, you have to be willing to follow through on it. It's counterproductive to set non-negotiable boundaries that you don't enforce. Understanding boundaries. We have rigid, porous, and healthy boundaries. Rigid boundaries avoid intimacy and close relationships. Unlikely to ask for help. Have few close relationships. Very protective of personal information. May seem detached, even with romantic partners. Porous boundaries, overshares personal information, difficulty in saying no to the request of others, over-involved with others' problems, dependent on the opinions of others, accepting of abuse or disrespect, fears rejection if they do not comply with others. Healthy boundaries, values own opinions, doesn't compromise values for others, Shares personal information in an appropriate way, does not over or undershare. Knows personal wants and needs and can communicate them, accepting when others say no to them. Most people have a mix of different boundary types. For example, someone could have healthy boundaries at work, porous boundaries in romantic relationship and a mix of all these three with their family. The appropriateness of boundaries depends heavily on setting. What's appropriate to say when you're out with your friends might not be appropriate when you're at work. Most people have a mix of... Most people have a mix of different boundary types. For example... The appropriateness of boundaries depends heavily on setting what's appropriate to say. Some cultures have very different expectations when it comes to boundaries. For example, 
In some cultures, it's considered widely inappropriate to express emotions publicly. In other cultures, emotional in other cultures, emotional expression is encouraged. Setting boundaries, what to do, use confident body language, face the other person, make eye contact, and use a steady tone of voice at an appropriate volume, not too quiet and not too loud. Be respectful, avoid the yearling, using put-downs or giving the silent treatment. It's okay to be firm, but your message will be better received if you are respectful. Plan ahead. Think about what you want to say and how you will say it before entering a difficult discussion. This can help you feel more confident about your position. Compromise. When appropriate, listen and consider the needs of the other person. You never have to compromise. You never have to compromise, but give and take is part of any healthy relationship. Boundary setting example. Situation. You notice your roommate has been eating your food in the fridge. You never discuss plans to share food and don't want them eating what you bought. Response. I like to keep our food separate. If there's something of mine that you want, please, please ask me before taking it. Situation. Your friend calls you at 11 p.m. to discuss issues she's having with her boyfriend. You need to wake up at 6 a.m. Response. I can tell you. Response. I can tell you're upset. I want to talk to you, but I need to go to bed. Maybe we can talk tomorrow. Maybe we can talk tomorrow afternoon. How to strengthen healthy boundaries. Know your limits. Before becoming involved in a situation, know what's acceptable to you and what isn't. It's best to be as specific as possible or you might be pulled into the trap of giving just a little bit more over and over until you've given far too much. Know your values. Every person's limits are different and they're often determined by their personal values. For example, if you vomit for example, if you value family above all else, this might lead to stricter limits on how you this might lead to stricter limits on how late you will stay at work away from family. Know what's know what's most important to you and protect it. Listen to your emotions. If you notice feelings of discomfort or resentment, don't bury them. Try to understand what your feelings are telling you. Resentment, for example, can often be traced to the feeling of being taken advantage of. Have self-respect. If you always give in to others, ask if you are showing as much respect to yourself as you show to others. Boundaries that are, boundaries that are too open might be due to misguided attempts to be liked by elevating other people's needs above one's own. Have respect for others. Be sure that your actions are not self-serving at the expense of others. Interactions should not be about winning or taking as much as possible. Instead, consider what's fair to everyone. 
given the setting and relationship you might win but at the cost of a relationship long but at the cost of a relationship's long long term health long term health be assertive when you know it's time to set a boundary don't be shy say no respectfully but without ambiguity if you can make a compromise while respecting your own boundaries try it this is a good way to soften the no while showing respect to everyone involved. Consider the long view. Some days you will give more than you take. Some days you will give more than you take. And other days you will take more than you give. Be willing to take a longer view of relationships when appropriate. But if you're always the one who's giving or taking, then I... But if you're always the one who's giving or taking, there might be a problem. Setting healthy boundaries is an essential life skill and an important self-care practice. Healthy boundaries create healthy relationships. While someone who's not used to setting boundaries might feel guilty or selfish when they felt when the first start. Setting boundaries is necessary for mental health and well-being. Appropriate boundaries can look very different depending on the setting, but it is but it is important to set them in all areas of life where we interact with others. Finally, while setting boundaries is crucial, it is just as important to respect others' boundaries, including parents, children, romantic partners, managers, co-workers, and anyone else we interact with. As I've said earlier on, healthy boundaries are important for a happy and long-lasting relationship. The types of boundaries in relationships we've discussed today the types of boundaries in relationships we've discussed today can go a long way in boosting self-esteem, self-worth, and the sense of others, and the sense of self of other, and the sense of self of partners. They help you retain your personal space, freedom, and individuality, while allowing you to respect your partners. While allowing you to respect your partners, however. Whether you're defining new relationship boundaries or reassessing the terms of engagement in an ongoing relationship, lay out your abilities and limitations on the table is only the first step in the process. Any number of examples of boundaries in a relationship won't do you any good if you fail to enforce them. Always, always. Always introduce boundaries early in the relationship. What is acceptable and what is not. Habits and routine. Set boundaries in a relationship without being controlling and enforce them diligently. Communication is key. Communication is key. No matter how uncomfortable the conversation is, don't shy away from it. Instead, handle the issue with respect and compassion. Be brutally honest about your needs and comfort. It's not, self it's not selfish to prioritize your well-being. 
figure out how you will deal with your partner violating your boundary or you theirs. Listen to your partner's needs as well. Don't fixate on your well-being alone. Know what they are comfortable with and what they will not tolerate. Don't hesitate to ask for space when you need it. Setting boundaries means that you understand the importance of each other's sense of space and identity and is a sign of mutual respect in a relationship. Asserting yourself and putting your needs and limitations out. Asserting yourself and putting your needs and limitations out there can be daunting at first, but crossing that bridge puts but crossing that bridge puts you on the path to building healthy relationships. Free of Free, but crossing that bridge puts you on the path. Puts, but crossing that bridge puts you on the path to building healthy relationships free of contempt, criticism, criticism, and resentment. That makes it a journey worth undertaking. On that note. We've come to the end of today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it very informative. You can comment on your thought. You can leave your thoughts and feelings on our comment section via our email address, risingaboveshadowsofabuse at gmail.com or our social media handles. I'm via social media handles. Thank you. It's been your host, Grace Upper, for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Rasa. Be safe and be positive. Take care and bye for now. Thank you.